Today, we have our third case study. This forms the second part of last week's episode where we talked to Naomi Anderson from Aged Care Ready. But today, we hear it from the family's perspective. It's a heartbreaking time for all when you have to separate your parents or sell the family home or the empty nester apartment to pay for aged care. Today, we're going to hear about one family's experience when they put their loved one in aged care. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langder. Real Copyright is one of Melbourne's leading real estate copywriting services, helping agents write across Melbourne with their sales, rentals and commercial properties, as well as their corporate identity. If you're an agent who is sick of writing copy, give us a call on 5977-8889 or check out our website www.realcopyright.com.au Jonathan Easton and his sister have watched their parents enjoy retirement in their Gold Coast apartment for the last 30 years. With their father at the ripe old age of 94 years old and their mum, who has just turned 80, they could see that it was becoming hard for their mum to look after their father properly. So they have recently put their father in aged care while mum remains in the apartment. Here to tell us all about it. So welcome, Jonathan. How are you today? Uh, Great, thanks, Sue. That's great. Thanks for coming on to um, our Real Estate Right podcast. Now, I've given a small overview to our listeners about your family's background and why you're here today. So tell us a little bit about your parents. You know, what did they do for a living? How did you know, have have they got a bit of a sense of humour, you know, any medical conditions, you know, what's what's going on? They've been together for a long time, um, 60 years, I think, and my father's 94 and my mother's 80. So they've got a, a bit of a price, a, an age difference between the two yes. of them and um, both come from very uh, long-lived families. So my mother's mum died when she was in her early 90s and, my father's mother died when he was, um, she, she lived to almost 101 and we went through the whole aged care facility options with her um, 20 years ago and mm-hmm. she was, uh, her, her husband died um, in, the, in the First World War and she remarried and then he died when she was about 90 and then she lived by herself in, a, in the family home for about five or six years and then in the end we sold that home and put her into a, a, an aged care home and she was reluctant to go initially but she she um, she loved it there. She, she really liked being around other people and having the meals cooked for her because she sort of wasn't really eating very well for the last few years and yeah. um, so that, that worked out really well and then we did the same process for my father um, a couple of months ago. And um, actually, they're in Queensland. I'm in Melbourne, but I actually flew up there a couple of weeks ago and um, saw saw mum and dad and saw dad in his new room, in his new aged care facility. And, uh, yeah, they were really, really good, really. He was very happy and content. And my mum, um, you know, who'd really spent probably the last 10 years, 90% of her time looking after him, she's, she's now got a new lease of life as well and, and she's able to sort of, do a lot more things socially and see people and um, 
the the aged care have got a sort of a cap of one hour a day because of the COVID environment, but that one hour a day works worked out perfectly. It's it's sort of a good way to sort of get in and spend some time with him and then and then go and you know do other things. So it's yeah. it's uh the whole thing's worked out really well for them. Yeah, sounds good. Um so does your dad have any medical concerns that you have you know you're worried about or you know now that he's in aged care you know, it's not, it's less of a worry because you know that he's going to be looked after? Yeah, he's probably um, got mild dementia. Um, okay. It's sort of, he, he forgets things and, um, yeah, he, he's yeah, he's not, he's physically, I think he's, he's okay, but mentally he gets sort of, yeah, he's not, not ideal and, and living yeah. at home and put a lot of pressure on my mother and, like, you know, if she had to go go to the supermarket or something, um and he's, you know, like a quick trip and he couldn't, you know, get up and get going quickly enough, as in not, yeah. not that it was a rush, but if you had to go or go, if you had to go to the doctor herself or something, she couldn't leave him at home because he'd yeah. just open the door and start wandering along and, you know, he'd wander along the footpath and he's fallen over a few times and hit his head on the on the concrete and, oh, um, you know, she didn't want to sort of have him locked up like as a prison, but um, it was getting to that stage that, was either do that or move into a, an aged care facility where he's, he's being well looked after and we're um, you know, not concerned about him wandering around or anything like that or, or getting lost. So it was, yeah. <laughs> it's worked out really well. Yeah, it worked out, yeah. So at what stage do you think you saw the signs that your dad was becoming too much for your mum to handle? Like, you know, you've, already sort of, you've talked about the fact that, you know, there's obviously, you know, the issues of, of, you know, wandering off by himself and all that sort of stuff, but other were there other things that you, you saw? Yeah, you look, there, there's lots of things over the over the years and probably about 10 years ago he started to need more help and, and need, you know, um, mum to do things for him, like in the bathroom and things like that. And also, you know, once he stopped driving, he couldn't sort of do, like he was easily bored and wanted to be entertained and all that sort of thing. And yeah. um, the best thing was the... the um, in hope in home care um so we we spoke to um i think i assume it was centrelink or someone and we organized some in, in home care and he was getting someone coming seven days a week and you know if, and they, they were fantastic they, they did an amazing yeah. job supporting him and, and uh helping mum and so that was sort uh, of helping like showering and and Yep, yeah, yep. sort of getting and, him dressed um, and lots of stuff. And take, taking him out. So I think three yeah. three times a week, you know, they'd go on some sort of bus trip and someone would come oh, and nice. pick him. So it was, it was really, it was good for him to have activities and, and that's the great thing about where he is now. They've got an activity every day and, and yeah. he likes a routine, so he likes to have something to look forward to. Um, yeah. Whereas when, you know, mum's looking after him by herself, you know, she doesn't know what they're going to do at 11 o'clock type of thing and, and it sort yeah. of works really well having that type of routine. Um, but the, if if she didn't have that home help, um, he would have probably had to go in to the aged care facility, you know, eight or nine years ago. So yeah. if, about ten years ago, got to the stage where um, that she couldn't do it all by herself. Um, yeah. And that that help, real, the home help, really made a huge difference, and was that meant they were able to stay in their home for a long time together. Yeah, because like being married for sixty years or so, like it would be pretty hard to tear them apart, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, they, I mean, they've been together and they've been retired for 30 years. So it's not like mm. they, they were married for 30 years or six, 50 years and they worked every day separately. They've, they've been together literally yeah. for 30 years, retired, um, 
done a lot of traveling and, and um, yeah, all, 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 everything they've done has been together. So um, it's a big, big change, but I think it's, um, it was clear that the time was right because that's, it's been um, worked out well for both of them. Yeah. In some ways it would be like a bit of a relief for your mum, but at the same time, you know, she'd be missing him all the time too. I think I think it's probably a process, like a grieving process or separation yeah. process. So I think she's got guilt um, mm. and feels guilty, you know, leaving him behind and going and doing things herself. And she, um, but I think over time, you know, it's only been a couple of months. I think she's getting um, more used to that. And he certainly, it's it's easy because when you leave him, you know, he's about to go and do an activity or he's about to go and do something. It's not yeah. like he's just sitting in his room staring out the window when you leave him so it's yeah. uh it works out really well yeah good so tell us what the discussion was like with your sister and possibly your mum about putting your dad into aged care um yeah well my sister was uh, reluctant initially because she sort of um i guess not that anyone likes change that much but she, i think she was sort of it was like a, an admission that that they're ageing and that no one's going to mm-hmm. live forever and all those types of things. So I think she she struggled with that. Um, yeah. Whereas I was sort of more um, could see the toll it was taking on mum. It was just exhausting her, and, and yeah. you know it's it's not uh, it was pretty hard. But we we actually went up there in June last year up to Queensland. Both my sister and I are in Melbourne, and um, you know we we actually looked at a couple of nursing homes then ourselves and. Because um, I said, well, you know, there's going to be a time when something happens and the access has to go in and we want to have an idea about what's happening and what's available and, and the whole process and actually put him on a waiting list so that if something comes up and ties in with when we're ready, then that works out well. Um, so I think having that six months to digest the process really helped a lot as well. Um, yeah. And, yeah, we were able to sort of... When we, he had a, a, a fall or something... Christmas and and had to um, go into a home sort of straight away. But I'd already talked about aged care and and looked at different opportunities. And we'd, we'd I'd spoken to Naomi Anderson at Aged Care Ready, and so we we knew that we knew what, we had a plan, and it was mm. just a matter of and we when we started that um, to exercise that plan. So it was uh, yeah. Yeah. that worked out really well. Yeah, because you you do need to have that that space of time to process that allow it to sort of organically sort of happen don't you you can't yeah. just you know make yeah. it you know Rip. cutting yeah. cutting it off from the yeah. from the waist up kind of thing you know and i think so, that's yeah. what helped in making it a successful transition as well mm. yeah having that that time yeah now did your mum want to go too or is she happy to stay in the apartment she, she wants to stay where she is um for the time being she's got yeah. a lot of friends where she is um she's she's got a really good life living on the Gold Coast and enjoying her retirement. So yeah. they're both happy in their own way. Yeah, that's good. Um, so obviously there was a little bit of resistance at the start for your dad or not? Or was he oh, really- yeah, yeah. Look, he, he um, when he was in the hospital, he wanted to keep coming every time when we visit him. He said, well, I'm coming home now and, you know, let's, let's go home. And and that was yeah. the hard bit. And that was the hardest thing. And, and yeah. I said, look, you can't let him come home. And he's, I think he stayed in the hospital for about an extra week before the aged care facility was ready for him um but we i think if, if he'd come home from hospital come back to the house i think it would have been very hard for him to go from the house into the aged care facility but mm. there was the transition was a lot easier because he was in hospital and the um the age he went straight from the hospital to the aged care facility 
So what was day one like at the aged care facility for him? Was he disorientated and stuff? Or? Yeah, and, and look, it was during COVID lockdown, so he had to spend, it turns out, two weeks they spent in their room. Um, so he, he couldn't leave his room for two weeks. So that yeah. that was unfortunate, uh, but, you know, that's the world we're in at the moment. And also um, he'd already been the hotel, the hospital anyway. So I think in the hospital, they, he did actually get up and walk around and, you know, wherever mum met him, she took him down for a cup of coffee. And I, I think he really struggled with the idea that why he's got to stay in the room and thought of it as a prison and um, all those types of things. But I think there's be plenty of people during COVID who uh, had a lot worse happen. Yes. So um, it's it's just, yeah, it was, it's worked out really well and he's very happy now. Yeah. Now, you've already spoken about dealing with Naomi um, Anderson, but essentially did you know what to do or did you seek her professional help or, like, did you know where to turn essentially um, before you started the process or not? No, no, look, I didn't, but like I said before, because we, we had six months um, to, to work it out, yeah. um, I was sort of talked to a few people and um, I, I, we came across people who, who dealt with Naomi before, so we were able to make it a lot easier to, to know who to speak to. And yeah. um, when we decided that we had to go ahead, we, that's when we engaged them and they were, they were fantastic. I mean, the, the, where mum and dad live in, on the Gold Coast is probably... 20 different nursing homes within 15 minutes of where they live. So um, <laughs> a big issue was how do you choose which one? Naomi was fantastic. I think one of her team members flew up to the Gold Coast and, and went and looked at, um, you know, seven or eight of the, the facilities, the best facilities, and um, came up with their recommendations and, and they, yeah, they, they did a great job. Yeah, sounds good. Now, when we come back, we will talk to Jonathan about the actual process with getting his father into aged care and how getting the professional help from people like Naomi Anderson from Aged Care Ready is worth every penny. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and today we have a case study explaining one family's journey of knowing when it's the right time to get a parent into aged care. Jonathan Eason joins us and he is the son of a 94-year-old man who had recently gone from an apartment they bought for retirement into aged care. So, Jonathan, what were the financial expectations of the aged care facility? Like, I've, I've written just as notes, you know, was there a refundable deposit or non-refundable deposit, weekly fees, entertainment costs, other costs, especially if there's medical concerns? Like, what were some of those expectations you had to put um go through or, you know, to work out which one was the best facility, I guess, for your father? Um, yeah, well, as I said, Naomi um, and her team uh, located the aged care facility that um, they, they had about a short list of about three places. So we went to all three of those places and we chose the, the one he's in now, which um, was was certainly made it easier because we had their guidance and... Um, I mean, you can work, walk around in any aged care facility and probably most of them look presentable and look like a good option, but but they had ability to sort of speak to, um, you know, different um, assessors and, and whether there were any sort of alerts or warnings on the on the property and things like that, which we wouldn't have ever known. So yes. they, they're really able to sort of help with that. And then in addition, um, they, they explained to us about 
what the costs were for it, for this particular home and, and obviously the other homes as well. But uh, at that stage, it wasn't really about the money. It was about getting the right place. And then once we chose the place, um, we went through the, the financial aspects of it. Um, as I'm an accountant, I sort of have a good idea about some of these aspects um, and also I had a good handle on my parents' finances because um, we'd had six months to get ready for this this process. So we'd, we'd been selling shares and things over time and, re and getting a pile of cash um, rather than having them in uh, assets that, you know, illiquid and difficult to realise. So um, we were structured in the best possible way by being uh, ready, ready for that move. And then um, the room that obviously we, we wanted to pay the deposit um, and we worked out that it was probably easier because interest rates are so low, it was better off putting the money in and, and giving it to them rather than um, paying a higher daily rate. So, because uh, we weren't really getting much return on the, on the cash at all. Um, so we ended up um, paying the, the refundable deposit. Pay, we paid the full amount um, and Naomi uh, did a fantastic job helping negotiate a fee, uh, a rate. So we, we actually got the room um, probably 20%, 15% less than, than what the listed price was. So um, that's good. Oh, I mean, it paid for itself, you know, 10 times over just paying their fee just for that part of it. So um, yeah. it was really, you know, we sort of, when you go to these homes, they sort of say, well, no, there's no area to negotiate. Um, and then when you get a professional person like Naomi in, then, then they, she, she ended up doing a fantastic job negotiating on something we were told was non-negotiable. So uh, yeah. I'm not sure if every home is the same, but, but yeah, they did a great job there. So she's definitely worth her weight in gold, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, how long before you could get your father into the aged care facility that he'd like? He, he went into a room that, uh, that was available. It wasn't really the room he wanted. So there was okay. a, during that lockdown for a couple of weeks, he was in a, a, a smaller room that, that he sort of wasn't as happy with. Um, mm -hmm. And then once the lockdown finished, we were able to sort of look at these, this other room, which we'd looked at originally, which was what we were hoping to move, for him to move into. And, and that was then available at that stage. So he'd moved from after about three or four weeks from, from a smaller room to a, a bigger room, which was the room that we've been looking at from right from the start when we went there. Okay, well that's good. At least yeah, um, so so really basically quarantine in in the smaller space, which yeah, yeah. But they, they were really flexible. You know, they could have just said no, we're going to wait another three or four weeks until this room is available. But they were able to get us into a different room until we were able to then ultimately move into the room that we wanted. Yeah, that's good. Now. Uh, was there an opportunity to make him feel like it was his home, like by putting his own furniture and personal items in the room? Absolutely, yep. We, we've um, bought some of the items from home and put them in there and we've bought special, you know, new, new things just for the room. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's, it feels like home to him. We've got a lot of pictures there as well, so you, you can sort of look at those pictures and try and work out who they are. Um, <laughs> But yeah. it's, it, I mean, it's a good talking point. So whenever you see him, you can say, well, you know, remember that's your granddaughter or all those yeah. type of things. So it's yeah. it's really nice, very, very nice. The room looks fantastic. Yeah, that's good. Um, has there been any unexpected events through the process? Have they asked for any extra money or has there been like a medical turn that, you know, you need to concern about? No, look, it's been... Um, Per, like the thing, whole thing's run really well. We, we've sort of yeah. we, were, they were, we were made aware of all the costs up front. I'm sure that was part of the aged care facility and also part of Naomi's role. So yeah. nothing came as a shock, and um, 
everything's run really smoothly. So we're, we're very pleased. So in terms of your dad, do you think he's happier or do you think he's a bit more, you know, alive now? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, you know, I do. I think it's been a, a great thing for him. I think he's he's definitely happier. He's more settled because he's got, um, he knows what's happening. So he's got a like a, a planner that he looks yeah. at all the time and it says, you know, 9 o'clock you do this, at 11 o'clock you do that, and it's just great for him having something to, to look forward to because it's not, I don't think he's able to watch TV or movies the way he used to, so he sort of his concentration and his eyesight and his vision is not, not as good. So I think he really enjoys having something to look forward to and, you know, yeah. breaks up his day and um, otherwise he'd just sleep all day and then can't sleep at night. So it's, it's, a, it's a really great process that he's got there. Which is good. So how often does your mum visit him now? Oh, she's still visiting him probably five days a week. Um, okay, that's good. And I, I sort of, we agreed that she should probably cut it down to three days, but um, she'll get there eventually and, and it's better not to have set days, it's better to be a bit flexible and, and um, obviously, you know, my sister and I visit him occasionally. My sister goes up to Queensland a fair bit, so uh, she yeah. visits him when she's there. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's, it works out really well. And she's happier? Oh, mum is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So dad, dad's not a lot, I wouldn't say he's happy, but he's certainly not less happy, um, whereas yeah. mum's, mum's definitely got a new lease of life. Yep. Yeah, nice. Yes, I know when, when my dad died, mum has just, you know, exploded with her social life. Yeah. So I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, a great, it's a great relief for them and, and she's got the best yeah. of both worlds, you know, she's still got him there. So, yeah. um, and she can still do everything else. So it's worked out really yeah. well. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan, for telling us about your family's journey. Um, it's so good to know that your dad is in safe hands now. Um, if you haven't already listened to last week's episode with Naomi Anderson from Aged Care Ready to find out how Aged Care Ready can help you through the process of getting a loved one into Aged Care. Anyway, thank you, Jonathan, for coming on. Thanks. Bye, bye Sue. Bye. Now, next week we have a new agent joining the Real Estate Right family. Yes, it's Sam Gaiman from Chisholm and Gaiman who has offices in Elwood and Port Melbourne. Sam is going to talk to us about selling the home in a winter market. So he's got some great tips for those who are thinking about selling and just not sure when. So he will tell us about the benefits of the winter market before the heat of spring. So don't miss it. Real Estate Right is produced by Real Copyright one of Melbourne's leading real estate copywriting companies and is written, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada, with the support of my production and social media assistant, Lisa Fisher. All information given on this podcast is a guide only and delivered to help you understand the intricacies that can happen in real estate. We recommend that you get professional advice that is designed for your own personal circumstances. We would like to thank Podbean for hosting this podcast, Premium Beat for their music, Francis Morello for his voiceover, and Zoom for the recording. If you have a real estate story that is inspiring or a great how-to tip, please contact Lisa on 5977-889 to find out how you can be a guest on Real Estate Right in 2022. If you would like to know more about our copywriting services, please email Lisa at orders at realcopyright.com.au. 
Thank you for listening to Real Estate Right. It's where buyers, sellers, renters and investors get their real estate right.